1: You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit truegreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, "What's your secret?" Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only 14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor directed and delivered to your door.
0: Welcome to the Money Watch Show. It's Tuesday, June 27th, and I am your host, Jill Schlesinger, CBS News Business Analyst and Certified Financial Planner. I am joined by my co-host, Mark Talercio. Hello, Mark.
2: Hello, Jill. How are you?
0: I'm very well. Even though I didn't get a lot of sleep last night, you sound more tired than I do. How much sleep did you get?
2: Uh, How much sleep did I get? I probably got six and a half, seven hours, maybe. That's
0: not that much.
2: That's about what I've been averaging lately for the last few months. I, I, For a while, I was trying to be in bed by 10 o'clock, but that ship has long sailed. I think I'm just trying to uh, maximize my own time at night, so I keep staying up later and later and later.
0: Why? You have to watch all those episodes of Maisel now, right?
2: Yeah, I'm doing that. I'm, or, you know, I'm doing some language lessons. I'm always doing something. Or work. Or editing you, you know?
0: I'm sorry for you if that's where you what you're doing at 10 o'clock at night is hearing my voice. Because by 10 o'clock at night, Jackie doesn't want to hear my voice, I'll tell you that much. And I certainly don't want to either. All right, so what is this show all about? This is a show that is trying to help you make better financial decisions. I'm not really into like scaring people. And mostly um, sort of the traditional personal finance shows tend to be like wagging finger-ish. I'm not into that. Uh, But I will say that your great questions make it possible for me and Mark to provide unconventional and hopefully some entertaining insights on your money and your life. We're both certified financial planners. And that means we kind of look broadly at what what's going on in your life. And we'll get down to the nitty gritty. I don't know, Mark, are you feeling, um, you know, you're high into the tennis season? Would you say that we're like coaches? And by the way, are tennis coaches, why don't tennis coaches sit at the sideline with the players? What's the derivation of that stupid rule?
2: They have their own box. That's where they sit.
0: But why not have someone next to the like isn't there a whole scandal like oh you gave signals to the person in the box like who cares
2: Yeah it's hard to keep track you know now coaching is technically allowed so you know there's no more of the the controversies that we've had in the past but I don't know. That's just the way it's been. They sit up in their box. I'm I'm ready for the, before you know it, the, it'll be the U.S. Open. Just bought some tickets uh, last week, so I'm ready to go.
0: Oh, gone are the days that you had that press pass, huh? Hmm, that's one thing you do miss from CBS News.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, it was nice to go, but then, you know, you're, you're also there as a member of the press, so you kind of got to sit on your hands. You can't really show any emotion. You can't cheer. You can't do anything like that. I think I'd I'd, I'd rather get my own tickets and sit there and have a drink.
0: All right. Do you do the walk around ones or do you want like the late rounds?
2: Uh we bought for Labor Day. So that's the is that the
0: middle weekend?
2: Yeah, that'll be the the Monday after the middle weekend. So it'll, it'll be round of 16. Should be some good matches.
0: That's usually a good weekend. You know, I don't know any of these players. I feel so completely at at a loss. You and Connie and my sister being the last fans of professional tennis. So, by the way, I hope you enjoy it before pickleball takes over and uh, trumps your whole like it's going to be like the Saudis buying the PGA. You're going to see like the Pickleball Association is going to go buy the USTA. So good luck with that, Mark.
2: Uh, Dare I call it a fad?
0: Oh. I think you're going to be wrong on this one. You you were right about a soft landing, it looks like, but I think you might be wrong about this one. I think pickleball is going to be around to stay. All right, listen, this show is about you and your financial life and your emotions and the choices that you need to make. If you've got a question, go to jillonmoney.com. Click the Contact Us button and make sure that you give us lots of information. If you'd like to come on the air all you need to do is to just send us a little check mark when you send that note to us, and we'll get it. It's so easy to do. While you're on the website, you're going to see something. You still have a chance that you could sign up for Jill on Money Live and join us for our webinar, which will be taking place tomorrow night with Dave Stahoviak. He's the host and founder of Coaching for Leaders. This is a pretty massive management podcast, and it is a really interesting take on workplace stuff, and Dave is a very intuitive and smart guy. He will help you navigate workplace issues, and so if you would like to join us live for that webinar, please do join our our Jill on Money Live community. For $35, you will have quarterly access to webinars and bonus content that lives behind the paywall, so check it out all at the JillOnMoney.com website. Right now, let's go and talk to a listener. This is Kathy, who's on the line from Seattle. Hi, Kathy, how are you?
1: I'm great. Thank you for taking my call today.
0: Of course, what's going on?
1: So after 21 years of being an educator, last year I decided to resign from my school district and I went on maternity leave. I have an 18-year-old and a 16-year-old and I just decided I wanted to spend more time with them. And um, I thought maybe I'd take a year off mm-hmm. and look for an, another teaching job in a year. But now it's been a year and I don't really want to go back. <laughs> I'm enjoying being home.
0: In other words, this is not a leave. This is a actual retirement.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I mean, I guess I, my certificate will still be good for another five years. So okay. if I have to go back, I can. But I'm trying to figure out, do I have to?
0: right let's look at let's look at the numbers so first of all Kathy how old are you
1: I'm 48
0: okay and you got these two kids and are you partnered married single what's your what's your status
1: I have a husband who is 47
0: is he working
1: he's working
0: how much money does he make
1: Uh, last year he made 195
0: can you guys live on 195,000
1: I thought so. It seems like this last month, we just keep taking money out of savings, though. So that's where I'm starting to feel scared.
0: <laughs> hmm. Okay. Do you have a pension that you're receiving? Or did you just halt the the workplace, but not pull the pin on starting your pension?
1: Yeah, no. So um, I won't collect my pension until I'm 65 years old. And if I were to not go back to teaching, my pension would be 3100 a month. If I go back to teaching and teach another nine years and still wait till I'm 65. Um, it would be 4500 a month. Mm-hmm. Although I think it'll go up because I'll make more. And if I were to go back, I'll, you know, my income would probably increase. Yeah, but you
0: don't want to do that. I already, I'm yeah. already sensing right. like you're out of that. It sounds to me like if you could have that three grand a month right now, do you think that that's about the right number? That's probably
1: the number. Yeah.
0: So you need to make like, Forty grand, forty or fifty thousand dollars a year for you guys to really live and not worry about the money part, your cash flow, right?
1: I don't know. That's the it just seems like this month has been really the last two months have been really expensive. It felt fine the whole year until recently,
0: all right. Let's see how much money you have. So you mentioned savings. Had you um put a lot of money away in savings prior to this decision?
1: Yes, we have, and we currently have about seventy six thousand in um, a high yield savings account and a money market account that we can access.
0: Okay, what's the amount? What do you think you've pulled out?
1: Oh well, we've, we're doing a big house project, so we've mm. pulled out recently. We've probably pulled out for the house project uh, thirty grand, and then for our you know just needs, maybe mm-hmm. another five grand.
0: Oh, then that's not so bad. You know, like when you're a business. And the business is looking at, you know, money and spending and revenue. And it, like, to me, the house stuff, that's like a capital expense, right? That's something that you are going to put into the house. You're going to have the house. Like, that that's different. If you told me you'd taken thirty or $40,000 out just to meet your needs, that is a whole different question. Okay, so 76000 right now. How much do you think the house is worth?
1: Um, the house is worth about 500
0: Do you have a mortgage on it?
1: Yeah, we have about 28 years left, um, $217,000.
0: What's the interest rate on that, Kathy?
1: 3.125. Great. You can host the best backyard barbecue.
0: When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Let's talk a little bit about the money you've saved for retirement. So you have a pension. Did you also have a deferred compensation or a 403B or a 457 plan through work?
1: Yes, I have um, 296000 in that.
0: And it's all pre-tax?
1: Uh, yes.
0: Okay. And what about your husband? What does he have in retirement funds?
1: Um, he has uh, an IRA and it has 600000
0: Oh, that's good
1: and then we have Roths. We each mm-hmm. have a Roth. Um, his is 144, and mine's 136.
0: This is good. I'm liking this. Oh, I forgot about those two kids. We probably yes. have to send them away at some point point. do something with them, yes. huh?
1: So my So the plan was that we were saving money for the kids' college in the Roths, and then we'll use the money that we've put in. So Currently, we have um, about 50 grand each in each of our Roths for the kids' education.
0: Are you saying? I just want to make sure I understand that. Is that the 50 is in addition to the 144 and the 136?
1: No, it's not.
0: Okay. So that's sort of siloed off.
1: Yes. But we also, um, grandparents gifted us with 50 each kid for in 529s.
0: Mm. Is 18 year old off to college?
1: He's going to be off to college, and it'll be about 30000 a year to the college he's going to.
0: Not terrible. So we almost have, so in the 529s, I mean, you basically have two years covered for each right. of them. Okay. What about a brokerage account? Anything
1: going on there? We have um, 300000 in a brokerage.
0: Oh, that's good. So why did you pull out of savings versus brokerage? Was there, I'm like, a, I'm like very protective over the savings account right now. But um, in the brokerage, how are you investing? Are you aggressive? Are you like balanced? What what would your, how would you describe your your portfolio in the brokerage account?
1: So we use a financial advisor who Mm -hmm. I believe we're on the more aggressive side. My husband kind of handles all that stuff. I Mm -hmm. I'm in charge of our savings, and I just use the money that I have access to, and my husband kind of takes care of the other stuff. Okay,
0: okay. Now, Kathy, what about uh, life insurance on each of you? Like, do you have old policies that are sticking around, or what, yes. do, you, what do you have?
1: We each have 400,000 um, in term policies that um, will expire in another three years. We got them when our son was born.
0: Great. If you could look ahead into your happy, optimistic glasses, okay? Tell me what you'd really like to occur. Would you say that your husband is on track to keep working kind of like straight through and kind of do like a 62, 65 like that's first part and then also project forward for you what you want.
1: Well, I so he is happy in his job thankfully and he doesn't mind working and says that he plans I think he 60 is kind of his target. Mm-hmm. Um I have been subbing this year and I do enjoy Picking days to go in And people to sub for in classes mm-hmm. I just, I get kind of depressed With how little I make Compared to my teaching salary And I get feeling kind of down about it <laughs> I made 10000 this year just for subbing And, you know, my old salary was 100000 So it just mm. feels kind of depressing With a master's And all my experience that I'm making so little So I just get yeah. sad
0: <laughs> Well, I mean, the problem is The substituting, it's like a great gig if you were like 60 and you want it like, oh, I'm going to go have lunch with my friends and then sub. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, you cannot compare substituting for a full time gig where you have to be there every day. You get to choose if you want to substitute, Right.
1: Right. And I do enjoy the flexibility and I've gotten um, to do a, I volunteer and I see the importance of volunteers in the school system. So I, I feel like I'm doing good things. I just get down about what I'm contributing to our family financially.
0: Uh. <laughs> Mark, do you want to take her, Kathy off the hook on this? Any questions from you, Mark Talercio?
2: The numbers are good. I mean, they they have a really really solid foundation right now. You made so you've made ten thousand this year so far. Seven. Yes. So figure twenty twenty five thousand a year. She can make seven.
0: Are you going to continue in the second half at the same pace when you get back to school in September? Do you think you'll have another ten September yeah. through December? I mean, I,
1: I'm doing two or three days a week, and that seems to be good. So yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So let's presume that he keeps making his one ninety five. You make twenty grand a year. Forgetting about the house stuff. That's gonna float your lifestyle, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is.
0: Okay. So Mark can can they make this work if Kathy just, you know, got over her her judgment of herself, which is what is happening, and they work for call it 12, 13 years. Okay, and then we need five years between age sixty and sixty five that they can live on some money somewhere. And then they'll have her pension, and then they're going to draw down. What do you think, Mark? They make it or they don't make it?
2: Oh, I think they can make it. I think they can for sure make it. Uh, she just kind of has to get over that, I think, that mental hurdle right now. But I think they can do it.
0: I mean, it doesn't seem like the numbers are what's holding you back. It's, it's you.
1: I agree. I agree. I feel like I also probably need to talk to a career counselor <laughs> because I do know I have good skills that can be transferred to other Um, industries or other, you know, opportunities. I just think teachers sometimes get pigeonholed and feel like we have to stay in the classroom.
0: So that's just so fascinating to me. I just think that from from my perspective, that you do have lots of skills, you're young, you and then also the kids are going to be gone, they're going to school, are they going to go away to school, even if they're in state?
1: They're, yeah, they're both going away. And that's also why I just, I felt like I was giving all my energy and patience to other people's kids and I was coming home and had nothing left for my own. So I wanted to enjoy my last few years with them. And then I thought if I have to go back to teaching when they go to school, then I will do that.
0: So that's good. That's a game plan. So let so trust your gut on this. I think you're in good shape. I think that pension is helpful. You'll have social security. Yeah, I think you're going to go back to work. I don't know if you're going to go back full time, but I think you're going to be in good shape. And I think you've got to be nicer to yourself, Kathy. You just said that. Like, I've heard that from a lot of teachers. That is not the first time someone has said I'm like nicer to other people's children than my own. <laughs> Sorry to say you are not first in that category. And you make this decision. You can afford it. And if you wanted to do like a lot more work on your house, then you pick up an extra day. You know, you can turn the faucet on and off. That's the other thing. You have control.
1: Yeah. Okay, that makes me feel a lot better. I really appreciate that. Isn't
0: it funny, like all of a sudden you're like, I've made this decision, now I question this decision, even though I can make this decision. Like, let yourself off the hook. And by the way, that savings account, I don't want it to go below like 60 grand. That's kind of like your line in the sand.
1: Okay, okay. Good? Yeah, that helps. That makes me feel better, yes.
0: I feel very good about this. Uh, Kathy, can I ask you what topic that you, or subject you taught? Math. We need math teachers, girl.
2: I know. Set up your own tutoring service. you probably make a lot more money.
0: Yes, be one of those sellouts and be a math tutor. That's great.
1: Yeah, I know I have lots of opportunities ahead of me.
0: All right, Kathy, go out there, take a deep breath, be nice to yourself, and uh, feel free to continue to be home with your own kids, and uh, I hope you enjoy your maternity leave. If you are like Kathy and you're considering taking a pause pulling back a little bit, trying to figure out what is best for you and your family. Making a big decision like this has financial implications. And if that's you, go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the Contact Us button, and we'll get your note. If you want to come on the air, check the box. We'll get you on the air. Mark does that while you're on the website. Don't forget to sign up for the free weekly newsletter. And if you're like Kathy, you're exactly the kind of person that I wrote The Great Money Reset for. Because these are the kinds of questions that require a little analysis. In some respects, Kathy had it uh, a bit easier because she knew she was going to have a pension. Imagine if you had a whole pile of money set aside and you want to make a change like this. That's when you need the the methodology, the the guardrails to make a decision, but use a framework to come to a conclusion that's best for you. So check out The Great Money Reset. Okay, that's it. Is that That is the program. Mark D'Alessio is our co-host and executive producer. Karen Kranich, right now, is our web queen, and we are distributed by Paramount Global. We drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Don't forget, you can listen to this pod ad free on Amazon Music. Do something nice for someone else today. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you on Thursday.
2: what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast. And to ask Jeff some questions, because even after 26 days out there, there is still
1: a lot for me to uncover.
0: Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcast starting May 8th. Access episodes early and ad-free with 48 Hours Plus on Apple Podcasts starting May 1st.